Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of What You Talking About. Today, my guest is Mia Hesketh, undoubtedly one of the strongest people within the sport of CrossFit. We chat about her numerous CrossFit Games appearances in the team division, representing her country in weightlifting, training as a mum and her upcoming individual competition in Dubai. As always, don't forget to like, rate and subscribe to be the first to hear all about our new episodes and content. Enjoy! Mia, welcome to the show. Thank you for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. It's my pleasure. Um, I know super busy few months for you, fresh off the games, and then you did uh, Madrid. Like, how is this your downtime at the moment? How are you feeling? Um, yeah, I mean, I guess you would call it downtown, more like in the fact that I'm not doing any competition right now. Uh, because, yeah, it was uh, the games and then straight up was Madrid. And then I also did the rogue qualifiers just before that. Um, so it, it was quite hectic, like around the games. Uh, and then it came up a few opportunities for us to do some competitions with the games team uh, now. But I decided not to do them because my next competition will be in Dubai in December. Uh, so I really wanted like this few months of just training and also training for individual competition because we've done like the whole year of, of team training and it is a bit different than like how you need to prepare for competition. So I felt like I just needed to be like home and not travel and just train and focus for that. Cause it's been a while now since I did individual. Yeah. How much does it change your training routine when you're not at home? Um, I mean, I guess if I'm not at home and I don't bring Elsa, then <laughs> then it can change quite a lot because it just gives me a lot more like free time to like split up the sessions and like more recovery time, can like spend more time in the gym just doing like warm ups or cool downs and stuff. Because uh, I guess when I'm home and like I know I have to be quite efficient in the gym uh, because I need to get home to either work or to Elsa or like, you know. Uh, so, for example, when we were in, in America for the pre-camp before the games, it felt like I had so much time because it was just with the team, right? So, like, we, you know, sometimes I went to the gym three times in a day. We did, like, three sessions compared to here. I do, like, one really long session and then one, like, shorter cardio session in the afternoon. So, yeah. you don't get the benefit of being able to, like, split up your sessions more, like maybe doing some strength work and then take a short break and then you do some metcons and then you take a break and then you can do accessory like I have to kind of just smash it all together <laughs> yeah it's amazing honestly how how you do it I mean it's just incredible and um, I'm gonna start off with a question that I ask everyone how did you find CrossFit um I found CrossFit because I was doing Brazilian jiu-jitsu uh, and I was going to Brazil because I wanted to get like uh, upgraded on my belt level. Uh, but then to go there, I wanted to feel like I was in better shape, like a bit fitter and stronger. So then CrossFit had just kind of found their way to the city where I live. And it was a gym that just opened. And one of my coworkers, I worked at Ikea at this time. She said, like, I just started this thing called CrossFit. It's so good. It's just like 30 minute classes and you get like so strong and fit. So then I started to go to classes as a like extra um, outside of my jujitsu training. Uh, so I did that for like a couple of months before I traveled to Brazil. And then I, I traveled, I got my new belt and then I came back and I just kind of like stopped and then just went to CrossFit. <laughs> <laughs> and I think one of the like the main things was um, like what I felt for jujitsu, you depend a lot on uh, other people because it's really hard to like spar with yourself, right? You need someone to train with uh, compared to CrossFit. I can just like depend on myself in that way. Like I can just go to the gym myself and get the work done. I don't have to have a partner to come and train with me to even be able to do the training, you know? Yeah. Uh, so I think that is just what was the, the main reason why I like, I found it very attractive. Mm. It seems to be the case that a lot of people start CrossFit to benefit another sport. Yeah. Um, did did you feel it benefited you for jiu-jitsu? Oh, definitely. And actually later on, I also went back to do... Um, I didn't do jiu-jitsu for maybe a year and a half or so. And then 
my friends from the Juicy asked me, hey, do you not want to uh, join us? We're going for this um, Scandinavian championship. Uh, so I decided to join them. And I was actually then in a weight class higher than I usually was in because I've gained like some muscle mass. Uh, and what I found was that even though my like timing for the jujitsu was off, like maybe I was a little bit slower in my reaction time because I hadn't done it in a while, I was still so much faster and stronger than my opponents that I could still win. Yeah. Because like maybe they were like, I don't mean in a mean way, but maybe they are in a heavier weight class because they have a bit more like mass on their body. And then they were like a little bit slower, but I was, I just had gained like a lot of muscles from jujitsu. And then I had like still the speed and just added strength. Yeah. Uh, so I definitely felt that it, it helped me a lot. Uh, but then I, I didn't do any more jujitsu again <laughs> after that. So like, it's obviously hard to say, but I just remember so specific in that competition. I was like, oh, wow. Yeah. Like, you even can... though my, my technique and timing is a bit off, I can still like come a long way. Yeah. I learned before and then just like the new gain, like speed and strength. Mm. And see the difference, I suppose, from previous fights when you had. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, and it seems I might be wrong with my dates here. So please correct me if I am. But from the time you started CrossFit to the time you went to your first games, wasn't that long, was it? No, it's very short. Yeah. So it was during 2013 where I started like with the classes together with my jiu-jitsu. And then <clears throat> I would say it was late 2013 that I like then like stopped jiu-jitsu and went more CrossFit. And like definitely from like 2014, which was like my first open, that was like when I was like, okay, I want to be good at CrossFit. Yeah. Uh, wow. And then, yeah, 2015, I went to the games with the uh, CrossFit Fabrican. That's so impressive. <laughs> so impressive. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Such a short space of time. Did, um, obviously being kind of an athlete prior anyway, did you feel that starting CrossFit, you had that drive and that motivation to be good kind of as soon as you started it? Um, well, I think I haven't done a lot of sports like, or yeah, I have, like I did horse riding growing up, but like I say, I haven't done sports because I haven't done maybe the typical what you do when you grow up, you do like, I mean, at least in Sweden, you do like football, you do handball, you do like all these kind of team sports. Yeah. Uh, but I grew up like on the on the farm and we had horses and we didn't have time for any other sports. So I never played any team sports. Um, but we did the uh, horses and I did show jumping. Um, but I guess from like starting uh, jujitsu, which was, I guess, my first like real uh, like individual sport, um I've always been very competitive and I feel like whatever I decide to try I go kind of all in yeah like it's not it's not a lot of stuff like that I like to do only for the fun of it like it's fun but I, I always want to get better mm -hmm. you know um but then now recently like since I got Elsa me and my sister have started going to dance classes uh, and that's like the opposite it's because I want to do something that is not about performing yeah that it's just like we go there and we are the absolute worst in the class <laughs> <laughs> but it's so nice because no one is expecting anything of us like no one knows who I am or like doesn't matter uh, so it's really nice also to have something else but I do think like when I do sports in general I like to like I, I dedicate a lot of time to it I think you have to be a certain type of person to be able to do that. And that's clearly, though, why you've done so well in your CrossFit career. And um, so when you kind of went into that open, how did you then within within a very short space of time, within a year, kind of find yourself on a team kind of going to? I mean, it would have been regionals at the time, right? 2015. So going yeah, to yeah. and all that. <laughs> how, how did that process happen for you um, and how did you find your team? Uh, so yeah I mean I did the open that year but I was far from I was naturally strong when I started CrossFit I don't know if it's like people laugh and say it's like farm strength because we grew up on a farm and we're just doing work like the whole time but and it's the same with my sister when they came into CrossFit so I was naturally strong but I was not very good at the gymnastics part so I mean at that open I could definitely not do muscle ups I was 
poorly at Chester bars and all kind of stuff like that. Uh, but then yeah, just like worked a lot. And then it was a competition, a team competition I did with another girl in I think like September or October that year. Um, and we did pretty good, like we ended up on the podium, maybe like second or third or something like that. And on my way home, I got a message from a girl called Emily Smithing, which at that time was like a big CrossFit profile in Sweden, done like multiple uh, regionals. And she just texted me saying like, hey, we watch you at this competition. Uh, would you like to move to Malmö for the next year and join us for our like team for the games? It's going to be this and this and this person. And I just couldn't believe the message because all these people are just people that I like stalked on Instagram and like really looked up to <laughs> like proper fangirling at competitions. And I was like, why do they want me on the team? Like I'm nobody. <laughs> um, but and I worked like full time at Ikea as a manager as well. So like I had to move to Malmö, which is six hours away from where I live. Mm -hmm. uh, so it was like a lot of factors that needed to work as well. But my family was like super supportive and like really pushing me to to go for it and like just try it out um so i applied for a time off from my work and then yeah i moved to malmö in january <laughs> and i i lived on her couch for the whole spring wow yeah and i just start i worked like extra hours in the in the gym there yeah and yeah that's crazy because i feel like now teams and i say it People are going to be bored of me saying this if they listen regularly, but I, I say it all the time. Teams are underrated. Like how good you've got to be to be on a team is how you've got to be as good as an individual. I mean, now to compare like the standard now from 2015, it's it's insane. Yeah. Like me, 2015, I would never have qualified a team for the games. Like mm. it would not have happened. Like the standard now is so, so high. It is. And it's, so it's crazy to think that you had literally done a competition oh yeah come join our team did you, <laughs> did you ever think that you'd get to the games with that or was it just a I'm gonna see what happens uh no I mean I don't I think like the goal was always like we're gonna go to the games like that's what we're gonna do but for me it was also like so so far away like I hadn't even qualified for a regionals like like my name was nowhere near on the leaderboard 2014 in the open. So then for next year, I go to a new gym and I have all this ice on me. And they expect me to perform to qualify a team for regionals and not even talk about the games. So I, I, I do remember I felt a lot of pressure from the gym members. And maybe like at, at then as well, it was like a little bit of lack of support maybe because they were also like, why is this random girl coming to the gym and she's going to take a member spot to go to the games? And you know how the open is like some workouts that maybe are like more uh, specific uh, cardio or something. Even a member could have beaten me in a workout and they would be like, why is she going to be on the team for the games? Like I beat her in this workout, you know? Mm -hmm. I do remember that was like a little bit challenging time to get like, be like I was a part of the gym. Um, but it also went pretty fast. Like then I loved being there and they were all so friendly. But I, the initial was a little bit challenging coming from the outside. Yeah. And I think moving like moving your life that's got to be quite scary as well like moving into a gym where and I assume with with your team you didn't really know them either right you just knew I didn't know anyone yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I just moved in with this girl that I, I never met before I just knew her from Instagram and now I live in her apartment and like oh <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy and I think like the difference between then putting a team together for the games and now that's surely just two worlds apart right yeah it's completely different mm -hmm. yeah wow. it can't compare but I suppose you got to the games which is amazing we got to the games <laughs> yeah we got to the games just <laughs> <laughs> and it was at the time so 2015 which see obviously was eight years ago now but it doesn't actually seem that long ago because that was the time where you know the first documentary started coming out and I think yeah. it's really started growing a lot um obviously the, the games has changed hugely over the years anyway um but what was the experience like for you at your first games in 2015 I think then because I was also so new into CrossFit it was like quite 
like surreal like you know and all these people that you see like you feel like you're a proper just a fangirl like I, I saw myself as nobody and I was just there and all all my idols were there they just look on Instagram or like these documentaries and stuff you know um so I think then it was hard to feel like that you were in the right place you know like maybe you were just there like they are supposed to be here and I just got here by luck like <laughs> I just snug in <laughs> but the experience was like amazing and by then we were also a team of six so like obviously like a big crew of people and we had like our two reserves with us as well and like families of the people that were in the team was with us so the whole experience was really nice and it was super cool and obviously created like this urge to like get better and feel like you belong you know and you kind of took you've kind of just told me the answer of what I was going to next ask you (laughs) So is that kind of what happened? Like when you when you finished the games and what what did you kind of think when you when you came home? Were you like, right, okay, next year we're gonna go again? Did you have a plan or was it just like that one game at the time? Um, I mean it was it was more like I came up because I was supposed to I just got time off from IKEA for these few months and then I was supposed to come back to work. But then I was like, I can't go back to work like full days at Ikea. Like I need to train. <laughs> uh, and then the gym offered me to move there like full time and get a full time coaching job at the gym. So I basically went home back to Ikea and my manager were like, OK, welcome back. Like I'm actually going to leave. So you are going to replace me and be like the full manager of the kitchen. I was like, oh, thank you a lot. But I'm actually quitting. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. So, that, thank you. <laughs> so that conversation didn't go that well. But I just felt like I can't, like, not waste my time. But, like, I have other things to do right now than work at Ikea. Uh, So then I I quit at Ikea and I went back to Malmö and got, like, my own place to stay and start working there. And I think just after being at the games, and we did pretty well. Like, I think we ended up ninth or something. Um, It just obviously created a lot of exposure. And, like, you met some people and you get some contacts and stuff. Uh, so then I got contacted by um, Weightlifting 101, which was huge during these years. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I got invited to a weightlifting camp in Iceland in September. Uh, so I went to that and that's when I met Carmen Bosmans because uh, we stayed together in a, in a house in Iceland and I met Sarah uh, and of course a lot of other people as well. But um that kind of like set the whole thing in motion because then after that camp Carmen was moving to uh, Dubai and then a few months later I get a message from Dubai offering me a job and I wouldn't have thought about that unless it was I already knew Carmen just moved there you know then I'm like "Hmm, what's Dubai what's happening there what could this be and that just kind of set the the rest of my life in motion you know Mm. so I think like that games experience was kind of like just the starting of of everything you know yeah and it's there's so many opportunities in CrossFit now and like even even then there was so much and I suppose it was probably at the time where actually it was quite unknown what was out there in a sense right so yeah you didn't know what was in Dubai whereas now you know there's a huge CrossFit community in Dubai yeah Um, did you did you hesitate to make the move like how how did you kind of plan to do to do that and why did you do it to Dubai yeah Oh, yeah, I was very hesitant. I wasn't sure at all that I was going to do it because I was, like, obviously happy with my with my with what I did in Sweden and everything. Um, and the whole thing felt... I went there to visit and the whole thing felt very, like, unsure. I was actually supposed to start working at another gym initially that was is a gym that contacted me. But then it felt, like, very unsure and the gym wasn't ready yet. Uh, but then when I went to visit, I went to the other gym where Carmen worked and where Phil, my my husband, worked. And uh, I trained with them for a session and then their boss offered me a job there instead. Uh, And that just felt like a little bit more safe, like to go to what felt like a scary place and not knowing anyone. And the the gym that offered me a job initially wasn't even there yet. Like it was no gym there. Like what was even going to happen? So just felt like a bit safer to start at a gym where I actually knew someone that already worked there. They're like, you know, so then I started working there at uh, Inner Fight. But and my plan was only to go for a year like I still had my apartment left in Sweden I had my two dogs left in Sweden like all my stuff I was like I'm only going for maximum a year maybe six months like this is just an experience earn some money and then I'm gonna be back 
but I think that's what everybody says going to Dubai because then they stay there for like 10 years and I mean I was there for four years yeah. um so I was very hesitant but again my family is like very supportive and like they want me and my sisters to like try stuff and experience stuff and my dad has done like loads of traveling in his life uh, so I think he really sees the value of traveling and like living in different places and like seeing other people and you know mm. uh, so it was it was not I was not like yes I'm gonna go and do this straight away like it was a lot of like tears and doubts <laughs> before making the decision but of course like now I, I look back and I'm so happy that I did it and like yeah. something that I will take with me to encourage Elsa when she grows up, even though it's super scary. Like, I can't believe how it felt for my mom to send me off to Dubai to yeah. someone I have never met. But they still did it. <laughs> <laughs> and what an experience. And during that time, was it, correct me if I'm wrong on the years here, but was it at that time where you kind of started doing weightlifting meets and you did the world championships and all that? Was that when you were living in Dubai? <clears throat> yeah, that was when I lived in Dubai. So... As I mentioned before, I've always been like naturally, like the, the weightlifting part had come very naturally for me. Um, and, the, and then like, yeah, I could still, I could like snatch, I don't know if I snatched 100 kilos before I started with the weightlifting training, but I could definitely snatch like 95 kilos before I even started weightlifting training. Yeah. So then I was like, hmm, maybe I just try to do some weightlifting as well for the like, the fun of it and like do some weightlifting meets mm. so I think it was after regionals 2017 it must have been that I contacted a weightlifting coach in Sweden so we went back off to regionals to Sweden I met up with this weightlifting coach because to represent Sweden you have to be part of a weightlifting club uh, so I contacted him and asked him like hey I would like to do some weightlifting meets and we met up or did some training and then he started to write a weightlifting program for me so then I tried to do that like uh, mixed up together with my CrossFit training which is a little bit tricky because a weightlifting yeah. coach will write pure weightlifting training that takes at least two hours to get through just weightlifting and you do so many squats and pulls like every week like every other day <laughs> you do pulls and squats and like snatch and clean and jerk so much but so it was a little bit challenging but I mean it worked out and I would say like 2019 before the games that was like the strongest that I've been like if I look back on my Instagram like the lifts I could do then I was like oh okay it worked like I was pretty strong <laughs> but you're still known for being one of the strongest in the field like the the obviously we'll talk about this year's games in a little bit but the weightlifting event at the games like all eyes are on you girls in your team it was just <laughs> like I think every you know there's a lot of Talk, you know super teams and all the teams that do, that do tend to get kind of the coverage and everything but during yeah. that I'm watching them and everyone being like right watch these guys <laughs> you are so strong and um, did you was there ever a part of you during that time that was like I'm gonna go full weightlifting or did you did you do it to benefit CrossFit no I don't think I did it to benefit CrossFit because I was already like strong for CrossFit so I I didn't do it to benefit CrossFit because obviously all the weightlifting training took out a lot of like energy for, to focus on like CrossFit training so I wouldn't say it benefit like pure CrossFit but I just did it for like because I enjoy it and because it was like a really fun experience to go and represent Sweden in like European championship and world championship and go on like national team weightlifting camps like it was it, it feels a bit special and it's like a bit special to like wear your national clothes and represent your country you know yeah um but it was the part like because I was again like pretty good at it but my weightlifting coach was always say like if you could only get strong then you'd be so good because I'm way more technical than I'm strong and that's mm -hmm. what I'm good at weightlifting like I'm not the strongest in just squatting or deadlifting or pressing but I'm I'm very technical in the weightlifting stuff which makes me a good weightlifter uh but they would they would always just wish if you could only get strong <laughs> Okay. Uh, but it was part where I was like do I want to do this like do I want to try to go for like the Olympics in weightlifting instead of CrossFit but I think what like maybe made me not want to do it is because in weightlifting also so much politics mm -hmm. compared to like that that will decide if you get to go or not like in CrossFit you do the training 
And if you're good enough, you qualify and no one will say, oh, actually, we're going to send this person instead because she has a better chance after at the games. Like, what? But I qualified at regionals. Yeah, but it doesn't matter, you know. But in weightlifting, it's a bit more complicated because a lot of people can qualify, but then it's only this many spots to send. So then actually the the politics behind it will decide who do we think have a better chance in this weight category or, oh, no, Mia is in the 71 category, so it's way too competitive. We're going to send someone in a less competitive category because it will place us higher on the leaderboard. You know, so it's just, it's not only down to me to perform. It's yeah. also down to, am I in the right weight category? Who else is competing that year, et cetera, et cetera. And that just made me feel like I don't want to put everything else on hold to do it and then maybe not go anyway, not based on my performance, but based on someone else's thoughts, you know? Absolutely. And and that's the thing, like you say with CrossFit, is there isn't, I mean, there's a lot, there can be politics involved, but <laughs> oh, not. For sure, for sure. But in terms of how you qualify, and I know there's certain things that have happened over the years that could be questionable, but in general, you do the open, you get a spot, you do the, you know. Yeah. Every- and it exactly. is your work um, and you mentioned 2019 just a minute ago that it was the strongest you've ever been that was the year that you you qualified as an individual right but you chose to go as a yeah. team yeah <laughs> tell me why you chose to like firstly congrats for qualifying as an individual because that, and that it was a big Thank year you. 2019 there was a lot of changes that year um yeah going as why did you choose to go back as a team uh, I it, it was just that I had committed to a team before I qualified right and I I like I like I stand what I say like I committed to the team the only issue was that we had not qualified with the team yet mm-hmm. and I still had to decline my invite because I qualified early in the year uh or like I think it was in January I qualified out of Cape Town uh, and we were not doing our team competition until end of May. So, mm. like, of course, they have already sent me the invite and I have to accept or decline it. So I had to decline my individual invite and we had still not qualified with the team yet. <laughs> so that was pretty stressful. Uh, but I was just like, I have committed to these guys. I've said I'm going to go team with them. So that's what we're going to do. Mm. And it's just something that, like, of course, also going as an individual is something you, you trained for for so many years. But in the end, like, these are also like, it was my future husband and my friends. Like, I also don't want to let them down uh, by my personal goals. So, and I, I wanted to go team. Like, it's not that I didn't want to go team, but, you know, it's, it was like a tricky decision. Um, and then the, the same thing kind of repeated itself in 2020 when I again qualified yeah. as an individual. Uh, but then we had said before that, like, oh, but we're going to create a family. And now I qualify for the games. Like, what are we going to do now? <laughs> so it's been some tricky decisions. But I mean, in the end, it's, I'm, I'm really happy with how everything uh, found out, you know? Yeah. And you obviously had 2019. 2020 was, I mean, it's a shame because there was no team competition in the end, right? So yeah, it, it's yeah. crazy to think. And then... Um, did you did you have Elsa in was it twenty twenty she was born? Yeah, she came in December twenty twenty. Yeah. So yeah. how? So how, that, sorry, carry on. <laughs> no, no, you go. I was just going to ask how training changes after having a child because I think now that a lot of you know anyone that kind of follows CrossFit we have a lot of mums in CrossFit right and there's a lot of yeah about training with kids and everything but how is that like how does your perspective and your schedule and everything change um when she came along are you stuck at a plateau and without a recent pb mergs has you covered bringing you the highest performance crossfit and weightlifting equipment on the market mergs is your secret weapon to set a new best whether that's knee sleeves grips or tape Mergs has everything you need to stay protected and performing. Head over to mergs.com now and save 15% on all orders with the code WAD15. I think one of the biggest changes is that you're not longer on your own schedule. Like now your schedule is around this tiny person who doesn't have a schedule. It's not like you know that she's sleeping at this time, she wakes up at this time and then she eats and poops like 
at that like in the beginning they don't have schedule and you have to just follow along so i think the hard thing was to plan like when can i train when is she gonna sleep like like all these kind of stuff you just have to be so much more flexible and like maybe sometimes you can start your training session but then you have to stop it after 15 minutes because she needs to feed or whatever it might be um and i think something that was in the beginning a bit challenging as well for me and phil was that we both tried to train at a competitive level like obviously during the time i was pregnant and stuff he got to he could train a lot because i was not training a lot um and then i wanted to get back into training a lot um and that just got very challenging because then when something was like with elsa that she needed his attention i felt like it got a bit too no it's your turn i i stopped my session yesterday today is your turn to stop your session and it just got a bit like infected uh so then we had like a good sit down and we kind of decided that like now it was my turn to focus on more like competitive training so then my training maybe got a bit more focused and it's not like he didn't get to train but i think it's just important to know like what is our goals right now with the training like and who should we focus on because it was very challenging for both of us to try to be competitive at the same time with elsa yeah i can imagine um so I think that was a big factor. And then it was, of course, challenging, I think, the first year just to know what can I do? What should I not do? Am I doing too much? Can I do more? Am I lifting too heavy? Am I going too fast or too, like, you know, it's, and then because it was a lot of moms around at the same time, and you look at them on Instagram, what are they doing? She can do this and I can do it. Like, you know, it's, it's really nice to see a lot of moms, but it can also be stressful because you only see like, what am I doing? yeah um and then yeah, the elsa was not like the best sleeper either so for me just the the sleep and the recovery was absolutely the biggest challenge the first year yeah did you after you had her did your goals stay the same in that you were planning on getting back to the games no uh, not initially because i felt like it was really hard to know how am i gonna feel how is my body gonna feel like what will work so I just kind of like started training for the fact of like getting back to hard training and then me and my sister did a team competition in Denmark uh, in August so she was eight months then to kind of like see and and my sister's really good at CrossFit but not like games level so it was like nice to do a competition with someone that is not at that level that I maybe used to be you know Mm -hmm. Uh, so we did a team competition and we had like really fun and I think that's where kind of when I felt like I still have this fire, like that I want to be good, like I want to be competitive. Uh, so that definitely like started, like maybe put fire on the goal of like, I wanna like try to be in the season for next year. Mm-hmm. So then like, yeah, I did like another competition later that year. And then uh, in January 21, I went to Budapalooza with Julie and uh, Solvay um to kind of like I think that was like the first like big elite competition to really like feel the pulse again you know mm-hmm. so it was not it was not clear from the start but I knew I wanted to do something just not at like what level yeah <laughs> it's, it's so hard right because you I suppose you you don't know how your body's going to feel you don't know how your body's going to react um do you and I, it's interesting because as you say like we see so many mums now on cross like on Instagram or whatever that do CrossFit I mean you use Tia as a prime example like she's going yeah. to an elite competition five months after having a baby it's which is mind-blowing like yeah. I can't wrap my head around that absolutely but does the comparison like did you just kind of have to stay in your own lane almost because I suppose it's different for everyone and how did you how did you deal with that at the time um well I think for me I think I've been pretty good to like stay in my own lane and just realizing really early that like being a mom and like the first year or like even after that, but especially the first year, it's so different for everybody based on like your choices and also just the personality of your child. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, if you choose to or choose or if it works to breastfeed or not, like that's a huge factor because for me, it was something that I really, really wanted to do. Uh, it was extremely challenging because it didn't work very well from the start. Uh, but then I still like, maybe also because I'm competitive and I feel like I have to push through and do this. Like I really wanted to do it and I was dedicated. I wanted to do it for one year. Um, 
but then when I stopped after one year the difference in my like recovery and how my body responded was insane yeah, so yeah. then I'd be like I can also see why high level athletes choose to breastfeed maybe only for a few months or not at all because it will help them to get back to uh, their level of like um, like uh, their training yeah so then I was just like, but this is my choices and this is what feels important for me. Like I want to give my daughter this and this is what I want to do, but it's not for everybody and it's not everybody's choice of like what they want to do. And it's nothing right or wrong. Mm-hmm. It was just like, this is what I want to do and this is how my child works. And she doesn't sleep for more than 90 minutes in a row each night. So my sleep, I slept maybe like three, four hours a night. And then you see some people like, oh, she slept 12 hours. And I'm just like, well, good for you. <laughs> yeah. I don't need to hear Great. That. I'm so happy for you. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think I just, I try to like, just be honest with myself that everybody's life looks so different and you have so different setups and what works. And like, I don't know, like how much can the husband help or the partner? And it's just, it's different for everybody and you don't know. So it's, I was trying really hard to not compare and just like, this is what we want to do and we're doing the best that we can, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And obviously you made it back to the games anyway. Um, yeah. So, and I'm going to talk, I mean, mum strength is is a thing, absolutely. Um, it seems like they were ages ago now, but obviously the 2023 games a few months ago, you had what looked like such a fun team around yeah. you. Yeah. Um, how was this year's how was this year's season for you uh yeah I mean so last year like initially after after semi-final last year um I was like okay I was I was like one spot out of um, last chance qualifiers I was like I did pretty good for say like I had like very bad shoulders that year I was living off painkillers but I just like really wanted to make it through semi-finals so I was like with like what we had here I still did pretty good so like if I can have one good year of training like I can make it like we can do this <laughs> so that was my goal like during the summer and I took like the full summer off from training to like rehab my shoulders and stuff um and then I got offered to join Elliot and Jamie's team for Madrid uh because they were supposed to go with the I don't know Alec and Danny I think but then they pulled out last minute so they were like hey do you want to join our team and I was like oh gosh they're pretty good and I haven't done like any gymnastics or weightlifting all summer for my shoulder and I was like oh okay I can I can join Elliot but like just know like I'm not in my best like capacity shape right now like I'm doing running and stuff but I haven't done like much of gymnastics and stuff and he was like no it's fine like we want to have fun and be fun to go so then we went and Christoph Horvath joined my team as well and we just had so much fun so I come home from that competition and I said to Phil Phil I want to have a team for next year He's like, what? <laughs> I was like, I would have a fun team. I was like, if not, then it doesn't matter. But it's like, it was so much fun to be like around good and fun people. Mm-hmm. Um, and like for me at this point, like to go to the games just to participate was not what I wanted to do because I've done that. Yeah. Like I wanted to go with a team that has like the same goals, like that wanna push for the podium um so then obviously we were pretty late for the hunt of that like in October I think we started to because then in October last year me and Antonia did the partner competition I was like hey do you want to join my team for the game she was like what I've done it already like two years I want to go individual she's like but now I want to go team with you (laughs) (laughs) so then we had to start hunting for the boys which was the challenging part Mm -hmm. Uh, we knew Sam Stewart for before because he'd been following prepared programming uh, and we met him at like competition. So we reached out to him and he was like keen to be on the team pretty quick. Uh, but then it was really challenging to find the the second boy. So we started to like look around at leaderboards and who's been like around, but it's not maybe like here right now because you want to find something that's good enough, but that doesn't, it's not good enough to want to go individual, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. And then uh, Phil remembered Joshua because he's been at a team competition in Oslo that he was hosting in 2020 and they won that. But then it was no team, so they didn't get to go anyway. So we reached out to him. I sent him a message and I said, hey, uh, what's your plan for this year? And he's like, hey, I'm retired. Why? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, because we want you on our team. Because he was like the, the perfect bet to kind of 
build a team because he's very different to the other like maybe like a bit stronger and explosive and he is more like the endurance guy he's very good at running and swimming and like you know slow twitch uh, athletes so he was like the perfect match to create the team um so and he also had a lot of things going on like he has a family he owns two gyms and like had said he was gonna retire so had a lot of like pieces to fix but mm-hmm. he managed to do that and we all like agreed on because for me it was impos- um, important to have a plan for the season and saying like we all because Josh is from Germany Sam is from Ireland and then me and Antonia here in Sweden uh, to have kind of a set plan like when are we gonna train so it's not just kind of happening or maybe we train here or maybe we train here so we made a schedule for the season like when we're gonna have training camps when they're gonna come here uh, booking like all the flights and stuff so that was really helpful to ev- for everybody to kind of know what's happening mm. uh, and then they came here for the open so they were here during the open weeks and just immediately it was so much fun like it's such a fun characters and I think the more time we got to spend together of course the more like comfortable you get around each other but even from the start it was never like weird or stiff to say with people that actually don't really know each other like except me and Antonia uh, so it was like it was a really fun team and it was like never like in a big complex and everybody just like trusted that everybody's doing the best that they can in the moment and even though one event maybe wouldn't go our way it would never be like you did it so you didn't do good enough like it was just so much trust to each other and just like trusting that everybody doing the best that they have and like a lot of laughs and like jokes and you know yeah it looked so fun and I think that it comes across when people are having fun you can see the teams that are maybe a bit like <laughs> like shouting yeah. each other but yeah. you guys every time I, I looked at you guys you just looked like you were having the best time and yeah. obviously had a great finish were you happy with your finish uh I mean we're not was not unhappy mm-hmm. like of course we wanted to push for the podium um and like we had like some good shots to at least like be really close to it like the podium this year was very very strong so I'm not saying like we should have been on the podium but I feel like we were close to be able to be a little bit better than we finished but then we just had a few things that didn't go our way um and that is just what happens in competition right and as a competitor like I, I don't I can't sit here and say like yeah I'm super happy to come six because we, we wanted to go on the podium mm-hmm. uh, but with that said like I was not I was not I didn't leave the games and like oh I'm so unhappy and like this was like I don't know I regret my decision of going team or anything like that like we were super happy and like we tried the best that we had there and then some things happened and like didn't maybe go our ways always but that's just how it always will be yeah um so yes and no you know yeah (laughs) um your favorite event from this year's games oh I mean, I think, which was my favorite event? I honestly think it was a lot of good events this year. The one that made me most excited was the one that was like back to back, kind of the snatches and running. Yeah. Because there was like the first event where I got to really watch my teammates as well, because me and Sam went, so I went first. And then after that point, I could just watch. And then I got to watch Sam do the full thing. And I got to watch Antonia. I got to watch Joshua. And how the setup was with, like, the barbell here. And then you could see, like, the running where they were. It just made it so exciting. Yeah. Like, watching the guys do that, I was so, so excited. Oh, uh, so, know. like, that was, like, really exciting. Maybe not the most exciting for myself to do. But, like, to watch and, like, to, the events themselves. Then I think the um I think it was the second to last event we had when they had built up these uh, big uh, piles to get over and then the sled station and stuff like just the fact that they build that on spot on a field for this event is just so cool and it's nothing that you like you never get to do that otherwise so just that they build this big station where we can sit and pull a big sled together as a team it was like this is cool yeah this is you don't get to do this. No, it's it looks so fun, and I think team competition is just getting more and more. It's just getting better, and it's getting more fun yeah. to watch and the events. And I actually think a lot of the time the team events look more fun. Yeah, have more. <laughs> um, so yeah, and congratulations because as you say, yeah, 
it what an incredible finish um I know you you. mentioned at the beginning of the episode individual training what if you're allowed to tell us if you know what is your plan for next year for next season I I'm not I would tell you if I knew but I'm not completely (laughs) sure because Phil and I kind of um said oh oh, there's a male man and my dog is attacking them uh Phil and I kind of said like this will be this season would be my last season because then like we maybe want to have like a sibling for Elsa and etc but then we were kind of done with the games and we're driving in the car and Phil goes you know if you don't want this to be your last season it doesn't have to be <laughs> because I think it was also like a really great experience for Phil mm-hmm. like at the games yeah. he was our coach this year and I think he also had like a very good experience and then it's a bit exciting with like the games moving next year, yeah. like a new location, like that would be cool to experience. Um, so, but I don't really know yet. Like we haven't set anything in stone, like what we want to do. We're leaving it kind of open. I'm not actively like looking for a team. Mm-hmm. If like this amazing team would like show up and like offer me to be on, then I would consider it. But I'm not like in a position where I'm like, I'm desperate to go teams. I have to like chase down to find a team, you know? Yeah. Uh, and then I haven't done individuals since semifinal last year. So I think going to Dubai this year will be like a nice indication as well to like, what do I feel like? What do I want to do? Um, I do feel like my body feels great. And like this year has been the first year in a long time where I've been able to train without like big injuries. And like every session is just like to get through like just to manage mm-hmm. uh, and that is really exciting and it makes me feel like I'm in good shape um I'm also working together with Elliot now to like improve my running because that's obviously my big nemesis in every competition and I know like Dubai usually always have a long running piece so we decided leading up to that to get a little bit like outside help to try to improve that so I'm working a lot on my running now like running two or three times a week uh so I'm really excited to see how that like plans out and and to do Dubai and then kind of make a decision after that yeah uh, fair enough and I think whatever happens uh well we wish you all the best um thank you looking forward to watching Dubai always a great comp to watch as well um I'm gonna let you go shortly but beforehand I just have a couple of quick fire questions for you that's all right um I'm gonna ask you this as as a crossfitter, but as someone who's obviously weightlifted too, what is your favorite lift? Snatch. Yes. Um, that I have to say, I I've gone off. I'm the one that doesn't make them quick, but there was a video, I'm sure it was you posting it of was it Sam warming up before your your total event? And what was it? Was he warming up your the same weight as you? Or what was the He had a nightmare? So Antonia and me was warming up together and I could see Phil with the boys because we had another coach with us and I could see Phil like, we looked so stressed <laughs> in the warm-up area. And I was like, what's happening over there? I was like, oh, never mind. And we were kind of just minding our own business. And then I get to hear after that like in the warm-up area, he was missing 85 kilos five times. Like he could not snatch 85 kilos. And me and Antonia was like warming up to go out to start at like 88, 90 kilos. And Phil was like, what is happening right now? And then we went to like the second warm up area. His first lift misses again. I feel like he's like, oh, this is done. This is done. <laughs> You're not making the cut. But then, yeah, he goes out and he hits all his lifts. So, and he came off and he was like, oh my God, I thought I'd be crying at this point. And I was like, why? He's like, I couldn't snatch in the warm up. <laughs> I just find it funny that your video, like us warming up more than Sam. <laughs> I was like, yeah. okay. That um, was literally it. <laughs> love that um favorite bent uh, sorry favorite overall movement in crossfit um ring muscle ups nice which is funny because you said you weren't a gymnast you didn't want to i know i know it's just something i worked really really hard on and i'm i think i'm like pretty good at it mm-hmm. love that uh favorite benchmark workout hmm maybe i have to choose between grace and isabel but maybe i'll go isabel nice no one said that yet so I love that um and if I like it short (laughs) yeah (laughs) love that um obviously you've been to the games on a team multiple times but if you were to go back on a dream team this can be athletes past or present anyone 
who would you have with you? This is a really hard question. <laughs> Can be anyone. Retired, oh, anything. God. This is a really hard question. Well, I had to choose Phil, my husband, because it was really fun to compete together. Obviously, like, there would be different circumstances because right now I would not choose to go with Phil because it would make our life impossible. But, like, <laughs> if it was different circumstances. Yeah. Um, and who else would I choose? I don't know. This is such a hard question because I'm so picky with going team because for me, gosh, for me, it's not only about, um, like, of course, you would say Froning or Fraser and Tia, but I don't know them as people. Yeah. And I would hate to be on a team with someone that I don't like to mm -hmm. be around. Yeah. So, like, it, of course, it'd be easy to say I want a, a, a team to win the games. I choose yeah Tia and then I choose uh, Laura and then I choose you know but I'll probably I put Laura in my team because I really like Laura like we actually I really like Laura so she can be on my team as well so now we just need one more boy <laughs> I like to challenge people <laughs> um no, I have to think maybe I would choose okay so I would choose Phil Street Horner and Laura Horvath that is a great team. That would, <laughs> and I can imagine that would be very fun too. Yeah, which is just so important to me. If like I'm going to spend a full season with people, it has to be people I like, not only people that are good in CrossFit. Absolutely. Oh, no, <laughs> that is a good team if ever I've heard one. Uh, well, thank you so, so much, Mia, for coming on and chatting. Um, obviously wishing you all the best of luck in Dubai and of course whatever is to come next season too. <laughs> thank you so much.